Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome to another edition of Talking Ball. I'm Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers, joined by fellow Lifetime Longhorn, my man C.J. Bogle. Hey, C.J., what's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, we're living life. We had a great weekend. Congrats to everybody in Austin that ran the, the marathon, the half marathon, the 5K. It looked uh, very exciting driving through the city on Sunday. So very <laughs> cool, you know, kicking off the spring season down here in the city. I'm loving it. Yeah, man, I've never been that ambitious to think about running a marathon. I'm sure maybe I'm in still de- decent enough shape to do it, but now that ain't my type of athletic competition. Let's get to my type of athletic competition. That's talking ball, baby. That's football. We got some interesting um, articles that I want to get your thoughts on, CJ. Uh, 247 Sports had an article about the most star-studded, talented quarterback rooms in the country. Longhorn's getting some love there. And also uh, the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the country. I want to discuss both of those. I think are connected. I think this is a really interesting conversation. So we'll talk about that. Also, I want to get your thoughts. You know, it's a record uh, number of guys being invited to the combine for Texas. Eleven guys, uh, def- definitely showcasing Texas football. I want to know, in your opinion, out of all those departures, which is going to be the most impactful loss? I mean, which loss are we going to feel? Texas football is going to feel the most. A lot of talented guys leaving defensively and offensively i want to get your thoughts about uh which one's going to be felt the most so we'll talk about that too we'll get into before we uh dive deeper into talking ball let's thank our fantastic sponsor for talking ball john donovan president of longhorn wealth management group I want to thank him very much john is a proud texas x's life member who has served over 15 years as a texas x's board member folks his wife and all six of john's siblings are also ut grads we're talking about proud lifetime longhorns so it is this deep ut connection that led john to brand his firm long Longhorn Wealth and dedicate it to providing total wealth management for Texas alumni, employees, family, and friends. He is a champion, folks. Speaking of champions, the Longhorn football team, Big 12 champions, uh, that is exactly what John Dunvin brings to the table as a certified financial planner who has spent over 30 years providing championship-level investment, retirement insurance, and estate planning uh, and services and solutions to all of his clients. So please give John Dunvin and the Longhorn Wealth team a call at 972 972- 707-4900. That's 972-707-4900. Or visit longhornwealth.net for a free 90-minute consultation. That's right. You got nothing to lose but everything to gain. A free 90-minute consultation to explore how they can help you maximize and protect your tax-efficient retirement income to help you live the retirement 
of a champion. Uh, well, Sark's going to retire like a champion whenever that day is. Uh, he, got, he got the big contract, so congrats yes, to Sark over the weekend. I don't know if anybody had a bigger weekend than Sark. <laughs> no doubt about it. Third highest paid coach now in college football, uh, and that's because everybody's expecting big things from Sark this year. A lot of that is due to his quarterback coming back. Now, I saw these uh, articles over at 247 Sports, so I'll give them credit uh, and also want to give the author credit. I believe uh, the article we're getting into right now is Brad Crawford, uh, 247 Sports. He ranked the college he ranked college football's most star studded 2024 quarterback rooms, most talented quarterback rooms. He's got Alabama at number six uh, with Jalen Milrow leading the way there. He's also got Georgia with Carson Beck leading the way as their starting quarterback at number five. He's got Ole Miss, Jackson Dart being the starter there, uh, but he's got them at number four. He's got Oregon at number three, Dylan Gabriel. I mean, Dylan Gabriel seems to <laughs> like to hop around, but uh, he gets around, but he definitely is one of the better quarterbacks in college football, transferring from Oklahoma. Longhorns lost him last year. Uh, they got him as the starter in the number three ranked quarterback room. Austin Navasad, a Central Texas product, also uh, in that quarterback room. Uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, Will Howard, another quarterback the Longhorns saw I'm familiar with. He is the project. We got to talk about this a little bit, though. He is the projected starter at Ohio State. Um, that would be surprising to me if he ends up being the starter there. They also got Devin Brown. I mean, it's Ohio State, so they got a loaded quarterback room. They're ranked number two. But at number one, CJ, uh, he's got the Texas Longhorns. The most talented quarterback room in the country. Quinn Ewers as a starter. Arch Manning, obviously, behind him. Uh, Trey Owens, uh, Cole Lord. It's a deep, talented quarterback room. What are your thoughts? Quinn Ewers being the number one overall player in his class was one of the highest-rated you know, quarterback prospects of all time. Followed that up with two play two years later, you get almost, almost the exact same situation with Arch Manning joining the fold. So two of the top highest-rated prospects at the quarterback position uh, in the recruiting service history are in the same room yep. now. And, you know, we're seeing Quinn enter, obviously, year three as the starting quarterback this upcoming season. And Arch Manning is going to be entering his sophomore year. Uh, it's exciting because, obviously, they share the the highlights. They get all the claim. Uh, but there's another very talented ball thrower in that room as well with Trey Owens. And so we'll be able to see how he's able to develop in this spring. But right now, I, I can't look at that room and say uh, anybody else in the country – has the star power of which Texas does right now with Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. Uh, the two of them, we've talked about it again, like the, the 1.000 by their rating. Uh, that's not by mistake. And it's very rare that you see that rating given out to anybody, let alone a quarterback. So for them to be in the same room together, it's tremendous. And again, it's a credit to Sarkeesian, Milby, uh, uh, Flood, Banks, everybody in that recruiting department right now to get them on campus keep them on campus, and obviously Texas is going to continue reaping the benefits of having a very talented quarterback room moving forward. Yeah, it's really exciting because, you know, the last time Texas had a chance to have the top quarterback in a draft clash, you got to go back to Vince Young. And, of course, we know what was achieved on the Fort Acres at that time. Um, right. What do you think – what needs to happen for – in terms of the development overall of the skill set of Quinn Ewers, what leap? an improvement do you think he needs to take to end up assuring that he will be the top quarterback in his draft class? To me, it's it, it's a, not necessarily a, a whole bunch of things. I think there's one thing in particular. I, I think we're going to see it almost by default this year. If Quinn Ewers does take that next step as a leader in, the, in your program, I think yeah. you'll start to see some of that flame in him uh, as a competitor uh, ignited a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And at times like we saw it last year, I, 
there wasn't a lot of it needed at times. Texas was winning some of these games pretty handily. But whenever you start getting into those situations where you need a drive or you need a touchdown in a, you know the third or fourth quarter, you need Quinn Ewers to be that guy to say, get on my back, we're going down the field. You know, you talked about it after the Super Bowl. That was Patrick Mahomes. You know, he has a six and two uh, a touchdown to, to yeah. what is it, six out of eight drives where he needs a touchdown late in, in games. Yes, it. He gets it. Like gets it. you know that he's going to get the job done. For me, it's that 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 little bit of tinkering for Quinn is going to put him over the, the edge there because I think he's a great quarterback. I think Quinn Ewers plays the quarterback position very well. But is he a guy that can lead your team to victory when nothing else for your team is going right? Next year, I want to see that a little bit more. Yeah, no, I love it because it's almost what you're describing is, you know, that just willing un- your unquantifiable it quality, right? Absolutely. The, the it quality that you need from a quarterback, whether it be the ability to lead other men, to inspire players to be better around him, or whether it be the clutch gene. It's all road that reminds me of that great story. You know, Mac Brown tells a, used to tell a great story about it almost sounds like a joke that he was sitting at the DKR field with Willie Nelson, George Strait and <laughs> um, Daryl K. Royal. And they were hanging out uh, after a coaching clinic or something like that. And a coach walked up to the group, which is bold to walk up to, you know, Mac yeah, Brown, no Willie Nelson, you know, George Strait, DKR. And he said, hey, DKR, coach, you're my hero. I want to be like you. He said, you know, hey, how can I be like you? Give me some advice. Give me some words of wisdom. And Coach Royal told him, he said, if you have it, you'll make it. If you don't have it, you won't make it. And if you don't know what it is, you ain't got a chance to make it. Coach looked at all of them, the little the high school coach, and he kind of walked off bewildered and stupefied. And Coach Royal looked at Willie Nelson, looked at George Strait and Mac. He said, hell, he ain't got it. And essentially, that's the in a nutshell, right? You can tell if a quarterback has that it quality. And I do think there are degrees of it. And I am with you. I want to see Quinn Ewers put the cape on. And right. that's what I've been with. It. That, that described the inequality. I've seen quarterbacks put the cape on. Caleb Williams, the reason he's going to be drafted number one overall, that dude put the cape on in front of Texas. Texas up three touchdowns in the Texas OU game. As a freshman, he steps in on a fourth down and runs a 60-something yard touchdown. And Longhorn fans went, yeah, he's got that inequality. I, I, I know it when I see it. That kid's got it. He's got it, and you want Quinn, to see Quinn that. showed that growth against Washington. He did. He did. He showed, no, he showed it versus Bama. I saw. I yeah. saw it. I saw him put the cape on. I I know it's in him. I know. I saw him put the cape on um, when Texas played Bama at DKR. I saw him when they went to Alabama. I saw yeah. him. In, I saw him in the last three quarters of the Texas OU game last year when he started out slow and then had to battle back. But I, I want to see him do it more, and I want to see him do it at a higher level. And like you said, I want to see him be able to replicate it almost at will, to be able to flip the switch to put the cape. That's the whole point of putting the cape on. And you and that's what NFL scouts want to see too. They mm-hmm. want to see some of those indefinable, uh, unquantifiable characteristics where, no, nah, man, that kid's just got it. I've seen him in the clutch. I've seen him when the game is on the line. And he put the cape on, and that's that it quality you're describing. It's and all by the way, all the greats talk about this. I was looking at a quote recently from Bill Walsh, and Bill is actually Jim Harbaugh was talking to Bill Walsh about you know, hey, what do you look for in a quarterback before the late great Bill Walsh passed away? And uh, he said, um, I spent time with Bill Walsh before he passed away during my first year at Stanford, and I asked him one day what everybody asked Bill Walsh. Same thing Sark asked Bill Walsh when he sat down with him. Hey. How do I identify a quarterback? Give me the secrets to let me know how to pick out a great quarterback. And Bill Walsh told him athletic instincts. And he asked Bill Walsh, what do you mean by athletic instincts? 
And he said, it means he's the best athlete in the entire high school. He could go make a basketball team, at least be the sixth man. He probably could go play soccer. He can swim. He could feel balls from center field. He said, basically, athletic instincts is an instinctive, spontaneous, natural response to situations that develop in games. And Walsh said, this accounts for almost 10 to 15% of plays in the games where I need his spontaneous instinct. To take over, take over. because the play that. call is going to be wrong. The defense is going to be good. The play is going to break down, and I need you to go out there and move the chains. And I want to see more of that from Quinn. I know that's a lot to ask, but I'm with you. I think in terms of the 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 develop the the evaluation overall, he's right on track to be a first round quarterback. But Definitely. I want him to be a special quarterback, and to be special, that means you can be the top quarterback in this draft class. He can show that next season with Texas. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think the one other thing to add to that is, again, we've seen little glimpses of it. By now, as a third-year starter, it should be a consistent, you know, let me go to the closet, grab the cape, and go to work. You know, that yep. should be – it shouldn't be a special occasion thing for getting up for a big game at, at, at Brian Denny against Alabama. The playoff, obviously, we know mm -hmm. the stakes. This should be a continual week-by-week -week, uh, uh, showing from Quinn Ewers, and I think we'll see it. I do, too. Um, I found a little stat that I thought was interesting, though, about Quinn – um, and this will lead us into the other discussion. Well, in fact, we can kind of just roll right into it. Uh, the other article that I wanted to get to, I thought was interesting. Also, uh, 247 Sports, so I'll give them credit. And I believe uh, the, the author's name is Carter Bond. Uh, he ranked top 10 quarterback wide receiver duos. And I thought to myself, CJ, when was the last time Texas had the top quarterback wide receiver duo in the country? Because that essentially is what he is predicting. He's got Texas. Um, Quinn Ewers and Isaiah Bond as the top quarterback wide receiver doing in the country. He's got Dylan Gabriel and Tess Johnson. Tess Johnson is fantastic thousand yard receiver for Oregon. He's got them at number two. He's got, um, oh man, is it Totoro McMillan and Noah yep. Fafita at Arizona at number three? If I mispronounce his name, I apologize. Uh, and he's got Cam Ward of Miami along with Xavier Restrepo at number four on this Smaller. list. And Carson Beck and Dominique Lovett at number five. But what are your thoughts? Best wide receiver uh, quarterback duo in the quarterback wide receiver duo in the country. Uh, do you think that's actually also a realistic possibility for Texas? You know, I, I do. And I think it's because we saw what Isaiah Bond can do at Alabama. We know the speed. We also know what his role will be in the Texas offense, having seen what Xavier Worthy was able to do over the past couple of seasons as well. With Quinn taking that next step, as we've talked about, there's going to be progression on his side of things as well. Uh, the short intermediate routes, we know that Quinn's about an 85% passer in anything right. under 15 yards. Yeah. It's all about using that speed and finding ways to connect with Kuhniers down the field to really get those highlight plays. And I think that we'll see that uh, this upcoming season entering year three. Uh, Rod, to me, the question is, is, is very fun because, you know, there's a lot of very talented quarterbacks on here. I'm looking at the receiving yeah. stats as well. These guys can play some football. You know, they're not on this list by, by accident. Texas to be in the conversation of having the best wide receiving quarterback duo in the entire country is quite a step from where we've seen the last 15 years where they probably wouldn't be in this conversation in their own conference. Amen, brother. Amen. Great point. Oklahoma's had their, their, their yes. Heisman winning quarterbacks. They've had a CD lamb, a Marquise Brown, Oklahoma state's had a, a number of, of award winning wide receivers over the years as well with Des yeah. Bryant, you know, Justin Blackman, a number of these guys that put up big That's time right. numbers. When was the last time that you could sit back and say, you know what? Like, there's a pretty good tandem down in Austin. That's probably the best in the conference. It's probably Shipley and McCoy, no? 
It is. I, I agree with you. It is. That's the it, last it time. goes that far. Yeah. So this is. I love this conversation because that tells you how important the skill positions are for Sarkeesian. Obviously, we know the quarterback spot's not going to disappear anytime soon either with what you have in the fold with Trey Owens coming in and K.J. Lacey in the class for 25. The quarterback talent will remain very high, which was, in a way, the Achilles heel of the last decade or so. But yeah. now you have the guys to match it on the outside, and that's super exciting. This list is very talented, and, I mean, to be the top of that list, high praise already. Yeah, uh, that's a great point about 2009 was it. That was the last time Tech. you could argue Texas had the best quarterback wide receiver duo in college football. Hell, you could add, you can go back to 08 and you can say they had the best passing game, you could argue, in 2008. Even though yeah. there was a lot of great – even in the, conference, in the Big 12, that was the height of the Big 12. That was actually the peak of the Big 12 in 2008. But you're right, 09, the bromance between – Cole McCoy and Jordan Shipley was unlike anything we've ever watched. It was so football. smooth, everything. It was. The they, connection, they though, it's chemistry. Them. It didn't matter. Yeah, it did. And that's what you're talking about. You're talking about a bond, no pun intended, that's supposed to be a connection so strong between Quinn and Isaiah Bond that they can be they can beat double teams. They can beat coverage, rolling their way, shaded coverage. That's what Colt and, and, and Jordan Ship were able to do. It did not matter the defensive game plan. They were that in sync. Are we talking? That's, that's my only question is can they get that type of chemistry? That would they be putting that means they're putting a whole lot of work in the offseason. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. No, 100%. And that, that chemistry part, we're, we'll really know if they're on, you know, kind of that trajectory to be yeah. with the McCoy and Shipley conversation when they move in together. That way we can hear every broadcast, <laughs> the commentators saying, hey, first down right there. You know what, though? That's because they live together. They know each That's other's true. schedules. That's true. Hey, so, 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 hello. Wasn't Quinn, was Quinn's roommate, who was his roommate before? Was it X-Man? Who was his roommate? Do we know? I, I'm not yeah, sure. I know LHN yeah. used to do a, a a tape back in the day with uh with Quinn. I think he lived with Hayden Connor and a few others. But uh, okay, uh, I right. I want to see him living together, that. man. That's that'll that'll tell that. me right away they're they're for real. That's a great point. We got to find out who he who is he who is he rooming with on on road trips. That's the that's big. That's always important. And then who he actually lives with. That's important because if you're really serious about it, you're right. You just move that dude into your crib. Be like, nah, man, you're going to live with me. We're going to get up early in the morning. It's going to be easy. I wake you up. We go throw. 
All right, before we go to sleep, let's go throw. He's because yep. Quinn, Quinn's got the keys to the practice field. All, all the great quarterbacks get them. That's how you know you're the man. And you can go up there and, and go to oh, turn on the lights on the practice field and go throw anytime you want to. Chris Sims got them keys. I remember when it happened. And that's that's a big part of your off-season work is let's go throw. Them throwing sessions multiple times a day to get the chemistry. That's going to be important. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is it possible that Isaiah Bond is not wide receiver one? Is it possible that Ajante Cook, who knows the system and who's got chemistry already with Quinn Ewers and maybe got some time, is it possible that he's the wide receiver one instead of an Isaiah Bond? Or are we all going – it's going to be Bond. I think the edge up that Cook has obviously is being in that system for another year. You know, he kind of is, I don't want to call him the older statesman because he's not, but he does have the familiarity with the program, yeah. with the calls, with the formations, the alignments, all the technical aspects of the Steve Sarkeesian offense. He's had a full year plus another spring to have already been in the system to prepare for it. It's going to be a tall task because I do think Isaiah Bond is a very talented wide receiver. I think, again, he's a guy that's looking to be drafted in the first round because of his speed and his production in Alabama. You know, he had 648 receiving yards last year with Jalen Milrow, and that was without, you know, the most consistent play at times from the Alabama uh, quarterback spot. So I'm looking at it right now to that there's a lot of hunger from Isaiah Bond. He came to Texas to put up numbers and get drafted. He's going to come in with the the mindset basically – this is my wide receiving room. Like I, I stepped in, I'm here to be that, that guy. I know that Cook's got him in, got that same mentality in him as well, uh, but that's going to take a big spring to, to upseat the number one spot for him. But again, having that extra year of knowing the ins and outs of this offense, it certainly would allow him to have an upper hand, if you will. I think he's going to be in that wide yeah. receiver two conversation. And I, I kind of pencil him in right now as that, you know, that 1A to 1B guy for, for uh, Isaiah Bond. Yeah, because, you know, that's what that's what makes a circle of trust that sarcastic really tight circle of trust of wide receivers. To me, that's what makes or breaks and your ability to penetrate that circle is how well do you know the offense? Because Sark has already admitted he teaches all the wide receivers, all the different positions. At the wide at wide receiver, you don't just learn slot, you don't just learn the X, you don't just learn uh, you know, the Z, you learn all of them, and then your ability to be able to process that and the ability to be able to learn it uh, and familiarize yourself with it, that really is what will determine if you're in that circle of trust. And that's that's why I think a lot of guys they don't really get in the circle of trust because he doesn't trust them and their ability to run the proper routes and to run them at yep. the right depth. He's really hands-on with the wide receivers. So that that rule matter. Listen, just because you transfer in here, Isaiah Nayor, don't guarantee you're going to penetrate that circle of trust, right? And just because, you know, you are a guy that, you know, Sart brings in, uh, Tariq Milton's another one of those guys, it didn't penetrate the circle of trust. It's really tight. Um, and you got to make sure you know the position. I think Jonte Cook might have an advantage there, but we'll see. That's a that's a first world problem. We want that problem. No, absolutely. Both, yeah, both of those guys battling for wide receiver one. Uh, okay. Uh, also, a little a little factor that I found that was interesting. Um, so we're talking about Quinn Ewers in the passing game. Uh, Quinn Ewers and his Texas offense led the Power Five in play action pass rate uh, this season. And the interesting part about that is, I think that NFL scouts at one time they're going to want to see him with more drop back progression passes Um, because essentially what your play action pass is a lot of those are schemed open throws. We talk about this and he is known for being an excellent 
first window quarterback, first read, first window quarterback. And that's what those play action passes, a lot of the Sarks play action passes are. Their first read, wide window throws that were schemed open. And that's just, that. that's that's the benefit of the offense, a deception-based passing game. A little bit of what the NFL wants to see, though, is in straight drop back when he's got to go through progressions. They want to see him still get deeper into progressions and be able to keep his eyes downfield, not looking at the rush, sensing the rush, Michael Penix style and still being able to maneuver in the pocket and keep his eyes downfield. That's something that they want to watch a little bit more because there's so much play action passing. So I would say that Sark's offense is, what do you think, 50% RPO in play action pass uh, game? In my opinion, that's the yeah. estimate, I think. If you combine them both, you combine the RPO game and the play action pass game, you got about half the passing game. It's just deception based, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love that point because we, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Quinn, when he's throwing anywhere from about 15 yards in, you, you won't find a better quarterback in the country when it comes to putting the ball where it needs to go. Yeah. The next step and one of those you know qualities of the game of being a great quarterback that the NFL scouts really uh, you really covet is being able to go from read one to read two to check. Right now we see Quinn Ewers go from read one to check. Yes. yes. At times he uh, – listen, I'll never fault a quarterback for getting positive yards on a play. You know, the quarterback – the job of a quarterback is to pre- protect the football and put mm-hmm. your team in a position to score points. Converting. And so if you're taking positive yards on each play, hard to be upset about that. But you can get bigger chunk plays by continuing your progression, trusting the offensive line in front of you, and as you said – feeling what's around you. And so mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the next step that we see this this upcoming year for Quinn Ewers is obviously we know where he wants to go with the ball whenever he's back there. He's got his one read. If it's not there a little bit last year, he'd get a little bit too check down happy. And it obviously it helps when your receiver your running backs are very good receivers out of the backfield, yeah. which Texas has a lot of. But with this group of wide receivers now, it, getting them mm-hmm. the ball down the field is going to be even more important. So that's a great I, point, I'm going to love it if he can go Read one, read two, and then check rather than skipping the the, the rest of that process and getting the ball out uh, maybe when there's a, another option further down the field. That's a great point, CJ. I totally agree with you. And I, I'll even I'll add to it. He also started scrambling more this year. And Definitely. so it, it was almost like he went first read, uh, check down. You know what? I'm just going to scramble with it. Even if the check down was there, which goes to your point. Hey, he learned. I got to convert. I got to keep the chains moving. Keep the drive alive. That's the name of the game. And I think this year, just like you said, maybe getting to that second and third progression um, and getting to it a little bit quicker. Yes. With the with the footwork and mechanics, that's a great point, CJ. All right, last little uh, discussion I want to have before we get out of here. I want to ask you one simple question: Who do you think of all the departures that Texas will be losing to the NFL? And this will mm-hmm. be a great draft for Texas. Upper eight guys are going to get drafted. I think most of them close to the second round. There, which do you think will be felt the most? Which one of those losses will be most impactful? for Texas defensively, offensively. It's a lot of them. Which one in your opinion is the most, uh, will, will be the most felt? It's it, To me, it's Tavondre Sweat. And it's because what he was able to do on the interior, clogging the run lanes so often. Byron Murphy was tremendous. Byron Murphy yeah. also a little bit more impactful when it comes to the down in, down out, the uh, pass rushing as well. But mm-hmm. to me, the plays that Tavondre Sweat made last year in the situations in which he made them, Texas – is not in the position that they were simply because of him. You know, you talk about wins above replacement in baseball and how impactful some of those, yeah. those analytical numbers are. 
he might have had the highest war of any player on the Texas team last year uh, simply because of how impactful he was. There's a number of fourth downs that he was able to stop against BYU uh, close to the goal line. Uh, I mean, we talk about the Kansas State game, the batted pass in overtime on the three-yard line. What he was able to do in the middle was just so disruptive, and teams had to scheme around it so heavily, and it still didn't matter. He was still that good uh, that I think Texas is going to be feeling his departure pretty significantly next year. Unless, of course, you know, someone pops into the portal later on. But until that happens, you can't bank on anything else happening for that room, and you got to rock with what you got right now. Tavondre Sweat, to me, is someone that Texas is going to deeply miss next season. Yeah, no, that's a really good point about that. Uh, and I'll just I'll just jump to another because I totally agree with you. I think I was going to go to Andre Sweat there. I'll go offense. I'm going to say JT Sanders. Uh, I think yeah, the complexity like of your offense totally changes now, JT. The truth is wide receiver is just a really deep position, and it's even deep in the transfer portal as Texas is seeing right now. You can get yeah. quality players in the transfer portal at the wide receiver position. And although X-Man and Xavier Worthy also has a first, second-round wide receivers in the NFL, the truth is those guys are easier to replace these days than a – and a five-tool tight end, a tight end with the athletic profile of a JT Sanders. He ain't Brock Bowers. He'll be the second tight end drafted, but they just don't have a matchup nightmare out there like him. Now, Night Black, I like him coming in, but he is a he's a he's a he's an inferior blocker compared to JT Sanders. And JT Sanders, by the way, that was the weakest part of his game as a blocker, but he's still a better blocker than Amari Night Black. Gunnar Helm is probably a better blocker than both of them, but Gunnar Helm is not a matchup advantage for you, not a matchup nightmare that JT Sanders is when you're going vertically down the field. So I just think they're really gonna miss that guy. Sark was really inspired to have some really creative designs for the tight end position because he knew what JT Sanders was capable of. 22 receptions of 15-plus yards. That was first among tight ends. I know you'll get some of that with Nye Black, but I think the ability to have the balance in your offense with JT out there, you're going to miss that a little bit. Um, I, I do. I think that's probably the most unique. Everything else on offense, offensive line, Christian Jones, you know, you got depth on the old line. Running back position, we thought we'd miss Bijan and Rojo a lot, and we did, but – Turns out those young bucks, you know, in that room, they got Talent. great culture and to show choices of damn good coach. Uh, you know, I just think that that's the position that's going to be toughest to replace. If you look at it overall. So I like that. And you can kind of liken it to Jalen yeah. Ford bridging the run game to the pass game on the opposite side of the ball. But that's exactly what Jatavian yeah. Sanders did uh, with with his alignment and what they asked of him to do on offense. So I think that's a great pick. It's going to be a, a, a yeah. lot for these guys, Nye Black and Helm, to, to kind of. Uh, come back with in 24. Yeah, they also moved him around more than they moved around any other player. He was in motion and shifting more than any other offensive player. Yeah. Uh, shows his high football IQ, too. Man, that guy was all around the formation. All right, before we get out of here, one more shout-out to our man, John Donovan. He's our sponsor, president of Longhorn Wealth Management Group. want to thank him once again for sponsoring Talking Ball. John is a proud Texas Exes Life member who has served over 15 years as a Texas Exes board member. His wife and all six of John's siblings are also proud UT grads. Lifetime Longhorns. This deep UT connection led John to brand his firm Longhorn Wealth and dedicate his firm to providing total wealth management for Texas alumni, employees, family, and friends. Uh, He is a champion in the financial world. Speaking of champions, that's exactly what he brings to the table as a certified financial planner who has spent over 30 years providing championship level investment, retirement, insurance, and estate planning services and solutions to all of his clients. So please give John Donovan a call today and his Longhorn Wealth team. You can reach out to them uh, today at at 972 707 
That's 972-707-4900 or visit Longhorn Wealth for a free 90-minute consultation to explore how they can help you maximize and protect your tax-efficient retirement income to help you live the retirement of a champion. CJ, I appreciate the knowledge all the time, brother. Thank you so much. Can't wait to the next talking ball. No, I'm looking forward to it as always, Rod. This was a good one. That's a great one. And thank you guys out there for listening and for watching Talking Ball. Until next week, for John Donovan, for my man C.J. Vogel, for On Texas Football, hook them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.